0: Wait, wait. He who has an ear to hear, he who has an ear to hear, who has an ear to hear, let him hear. He who has it ear to he who has an ear to hear. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear. He who has it ear to hear, let him hear. he who has an ear to hear, let him hear. Be blessed you. all Peace and light, y'all. Welcome back to Shame. Before we get started with our new episode today, I want to give a quick shout out to my brothers at the UNU Network. All right, you should already be following, but if you're not, check out those social medias at U-A-N-D-U underscore network. That's on Instagram and Twitter. The link tree in the bio will take you to all the podcasts in the network. Okay, check them out. All right, download, listen, delete. Now to the meat and potatoes today. We're talking about pride and promise because pride month was last month I really wanted to hit on this topic and We couldn't because of how the shows uh, came about but better late than never All right, so pride and promise now today. I've got a special guest. It's one of my spiritual brothers Okay, his name is Dante and um, so you're gonna hear two voices today, two voices, but one message. Okay, that's important, two voices, but one message. All right, uh, Dante, let's start with the definitions. All right, let's, let's go to promise. Let's speak about that before we move on to the pride.
1: Yes, sir, thank you for having me, by the way. Um, the two definitions, I have a worldly definition and a biblical definition for we get an understanding of both and the first definition says to give good grounds for expecting a particular occurrence or situation that's the worldly definition and the biblical definition says to hope for expectation or occurrence especially that which um, affords expectation and you could find that in second peter 3 9.
0: all right so when we speak about the promise what is that promise not only what is it but where can we find it so so those who are reading along can can go ahead and turn their pages as well
1: okay so promise the promise we could find is in second corinthians 1 20 and it basically said for all the promise of god are yes and amen um to glory of god through us um and that's our promise that's the promise god promised us that's what he gave to us that you know i'm here with you always and i will never leave you nor forsake you that's our promise that he gave to us and the other promise since we're talking about pride and promise um was genesis 9 8 through 13 and if you want me to read i um at eight and it says then god spoke to noah and to his sons with him saying and as for me behold I establish my covenant with you with your descendants and after you and with every living creature that is with you the birds and the cattle and the beasts of the earth with you of all the all that that go out to the ark every beast on the earth thus I establish my covenant with you never again shall my, all my flesh all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth um, verse 12 says God and God said this is the sign of my covenant which I make between you and me um in every living creature that is with you for generations. And 13, I set my rainbow in the cloud and that shall be a sign of
0: covenant between me and you on the earth all right so before we move further i want to jump back to verse 11 and i will establish my covenant with you neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of a flood neither shall there any more be a flood to destroy the earth the whole point of this rainbow this covenant this promise was because of the unrighteousness that was going on in the world at the time that's right right. and so our elohim destroyed the world by a flood which is why noah had to build this ark okay his discernment and his 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 faith in elohim allowed him to be able to move in a manner to which he could build this ark save the the beast of the world and his family that's right right and so now moving forward forward this promises that rainbow we see in the sky that's our covenant that the world won't be destroyed by by flood anymore that's right that's all right right, so before we move further now we're going to talk about pride and then we can tie all this together because i know that's what y'all here for
1: now moving on to pride um the worldly definition gives the quality of having um exact um High opinion of oneself and of one's importance, and the biblical definition basically says to have elevation and lawfulness, and you can find that in Zechariah nine, and it's another scripture I gave Jeremiah nine twenty twenty three, and it basically says, "Thus says the Lord: Let not the wise Let not the wise man glory in his own wisdom. Let not the mighty man glory in his might. Nor let the rich man glory in his riches. And it basically says don't think highly of yourself than you should. Don't think that you're that important, that everybody is below you, that you cannot learn nothing from anybody because nobody knows nothing. And we're all on the same playing field, we're all playing the same, guild, same game, and we're all serving the same God. So don't ever think that you're up here and I'm down here. We're all playing on the same team. Yes, sir. And the dangers of pride is when you think you're so highly of yourself than you should, it could become in danger because you become unteachable. You become a person that cannot be taught and because you you know everything you nobody can tell you nothing everybody is wrong and you're right every day everybody's wrong and you're right and that's that's the danger of having pride in your life
0: i say we we spoke on this when we did our mini series on spiritual warfare all right as as spiritual beings we have to be approachable and relatable Alright, how relatable are you going to be if if pride is is covering you with fog? Your vision is going to be skewed, alright? There's no way that we can be judged with righteous judgment. There's no way we can look ourselves in the mirror and fix those things that are flawed That's in the spirit.
1: Right. That's right.
0: If you think you're always right. That's right. If you can't be told what it is and what it isn't, like, how do we move forward in it? Are you being led by the world or by the spirit? All right, all of this ties back to spiritual warfare and how we're being led or how we choose to be led because it's all free will. Shout out to episode one, it's all free will. But if you're choosing to abide by Elohim and you're choosing to abide by this word, then you should also be choosing to walk in the spirit and to leave all that worldly stuff behind. Because if you're not, you're killing yourself. That's right. You're killing yourself. We're all gonna die the first death, but don't kill your spirit. Don't quench the spirit. Don't quench the spirit, that's that's good stuff. To to move, you got anything else before we move on? All right, we're gonna move on to uh, Genesis, and I'm gonna start in chapter 18. Genesis 18, verse 20, and it reads, and the Lord said, because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it which is come unto me and if not i will know Mm. the story of sodom and gomorrah all right if you guys don't know that was a place heavy with pride and unrighteousness all right, heavy with pride and unrighteousness. And as we've already stated, if pride is what you're holding in your heart, you're killing yourself in the spirit. You're quenching the spirit, quenching all right? Spirit. We don't want to quench the spirit. So as we move to chapter 19, we're gonna start at verse five and it reads, "'And they called unto Lot, and said unto him, "'Where are the men which came into thee this night? "'Bring them out unto us, that we may know them.'" Mm bring them out unto us that we may know them and Lot went out at the door unto them and shut the door after him and said I pray you brethren do not so wickedly behold now I have two daughters which have not known man let me I pray you bring them out unto you and you and you do ye to them as as is good in your eyes Only unto these men do nothing, for therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. Wow. Lot was a righteous man. All right. He followed, his discernment was strong, his spiritual seasoning was up to par. All right. And these angels that came and saw him were leading him out of these cities because of their unrighteousness. All right. The people of these cities, I'll read it again. Bring them out unto us that we may know them. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that means? Do you know what that means? Let, let's keep going. All right, Genesis chapter 19, verse 13. For we will destroy this place because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord hath sent us to destroy it. These are the two men who are in his house. All right, the men who wanted to know them mm-hmm. outside were trying to take advantage of these men in a way that's an abomination to the to the word. It's an abomination to Elohim. That's right. All right, to know them isn't to get to know them as a person. Yes, sir. This is why I read those scriptures afterwards. All right. They wanted to come into these men as if they were women. Ooh. As if they were women. Genesis chapter 19 verse 23. The sun was rising upon the earth when Lot entered into Zor. Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. All right. Because of their unrighteousness. And because of the the men wanting to know other men, God destroyed these cities. All right, brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven was rained upon Sodom and Gomorrah. All right, so we're gonna move forward into the New Testament. Uh, all right, in the book of, I'm sorry, y'all. We still in the Old Testament. We still in the Old Testament. Isaiah chapter three, verse eight, and it reads for Jerusalem is ruined and Judah is fallen because their tongue and their doings are against the Lord to provoke the eyes of his glory the show of their countenance doth witness against them and they declare their sin as Sodom they hide it not woe unto their soul for they have they they have rewarded evil unto themselves all right so you guys read that for Jerusalem is ruined and Judah is fallen Because their tongue and their doings are against the Lord and to provoke the eyes of his glory All right and it says they hide it not they hide it not woe unto their soul for they have rewarded them they have rewarded evil unto themselves That's right. we're talking about sodom and gomorrah you see how he compared that because sodom and gomorrah was a place full of unrighteousness unrighteousness because of the abominations that were taking place so we're going to take a pause all right so we're going to explain abomination Abomination is something regarded to with disgust or hatred, extreme disgust or and hatred, loathing. All right. So these are things, according to the scriptures, these aren't things we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. All right. These That's are things right. we should be set apart from. Because if, if it says in the word that we aren't supposed to be doing it, well, why is the world telling us that this pride is a great thing? That's good. The enemy is the author of confusion. Yes, he is. And this is why this is so rampant now. All right. And this is not I'm not bashing anybody in this community. All right. What I am going to say is if you say you believe in the word, why are you not following the word? If it's an abomination in the word you say you have faith in, what are you being led by? Seems to me like the author of confusion, right? But like I said, we all we all have our issues. We all have problems. We have to face, uh, we have to deal with, and face ourselves. We have to look in the mirror and correct these things so we could be right in the spirit.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: Because when the time comes and you have to stand there by yourself, how are you going to make account for these things? How are you going to make account for these things if if it's if you're just okay with walking like that? Everybody who doesn't believe isn't going to have eternal life, all right? If you're taking that free will and you're walking lukewarm or you're cold, that second death is gonna be something. That second death is gonna be something.
1: That second death
0: let's not be destroyed like sodom and gomorrah okay that's right we're going to move into the new testament now because i don't want y'all to tell me oh that's just history that's old context let me give it to you in the period of grace because it speaks it there too all right that's good all right so if we move to the book of leviticus we're going to start in the old testament then we're going to move on all right leviticus 18 22 thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind it is an abomination It is an abomination. Leviticus 20. If a man also lie with mankind as he lies with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. First Corinthians 6, 9. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived neither fornicators nor idolaters nor adulterers nor effeminate nor abusers of themselves with mankind nor thieves nor covetous nor drunkards nor revilers nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of god first timothy chapter 1 verse 8 but we know that the law is good if if a man use it lawfully knowing this That the law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for sinners, for unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, for whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine romans chapter 1 verse 27 and likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust toward one another men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet this pride that we see in sodom and gomorrah this unrighteousness that was going on this is why the brimstone and fire rained on these cities and this is why those angels were taking lot to save him from these cities so what is this pride that the world is holding on to all right because if if we are spiritual beings if you say you believe in this book why are we holding on to that pride why do we hold on to that abomination we gotta once we receive him in the spirit we've got to move forward in that and i've heard many a times because i know people in this community right and and some of them have said oh i was born this way i was i was born this way god made me this way yeah but let's go into that dante what what does it say about that
1: listen listen I I used to disagree with them I used to disagree until I read my word then I found out they were right the Angelo they were right and
0: you got you you got to tell it to me man you got to I'm explain, t- explain I'm about to tell you
1: the Bible tells us that we were born to sin and you can find that in Psalms 51 5 and hold on hold up all right so yeah let's,
0: let's get that scripture
1: Psalms fifty-one five says, "Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin by my by my mother conceived who conceived me." Basically, Jesus said, "I was conceived into sin. I was born to sin, like we all were, and that's our first first birth. That's our first birth, guys. And that's, a, that's our worldly birth. That's our worldly birth. Thank you. And many people who says that they're right in a way because they haven't experienced the second birth." they have a a sec they have experienced being born again so being born in this world is their first birth and that's what they're used to in a way and that's what they're they're right they're right and i didn't think of nothing of it until i read the word
0: that makes a whole lot of sense because until we have our spiritual birth where we're our we are being led by our faith and by the spirit the ruach mm-hmm. how do we know what is and what isn't what should and what shouldn't be because if we're being led by the world we're being led by the author of confusion that's right as long as we're only within our first birth and we're born into the world and we know nothing more we're ignorant until what is wrong and what is right but and I will say again, if you consider yourself a believer in the word, where does your second birth in the spirit come into play? That's good. Where does your second birth in the spirit come into play? All right. There has to be boundaries. Yes. At once you make that transition, like we said before, you can't be lukewarm. You can't be on both sides of the fence. He will spew you out of his mouth. But let's move on. Let's get that second verse you got for us.
1: And this is our born again scripture. Um, And it's John 3. And Jesus said until it said answer and it said to him, mostly surely I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Um, And this basically he was talking to Nicodemus and said that. Unless you're born again, you cannot inherit the kingdom of God. You cannot inherit the things I have for you unless you are born again. When you're born again, you accept Jesus as your savior and your king. That's your second birth. And many people haven't encountered that in a way, D'Angelo. They haven't encountered the second birth because the first one is they're comfortable with the first one.
0: See, that's that's a great point, all right? Because I stated before in one of my earlier episodes that this spiritual walk, it's a marathon. And we don't all run it at the same pace. We're not gonna finish at the same time. But it's a race that has to be ran if you say you believe. All right, so once we come into the spirit and we are born again into the Ruach HaKodesh, all right? Now we have a certain set of standards we have to follow. And it's not good enough to follow some and not follow others. That's right. It's not good enough to do what we want to do because we're not living for ourselves but for Him and His kingdom. That's right. For His will. You yep. have that. The roadmap to prayer. All right. His will and His kingdom come and be done. It's not about us and what we want. That's we must right. remove ourselves from the picture. We must walk in the spirit and stop being influenced by the world and by the author of confusion. All right. So. When when we decide to take that leap of faith, when we are baptized into our second birth, like I said, we, we have to abide by that standard. That's right. Are you a believer or are you not? Are you following in his ways or are you not? Are you not? It's really that simple. The walk isn't simple, but the choice is simple, right? It's yes or no. You either are or you aren't we can be relatable and approachable and still be able to walk in the spirit all right just because we're set apart doesn't mean we're not here that's right we're just choosing to walk in a different way that's right I I don't know if I said this earlier, but I will say it now, like I have people who are in this community, right? And it's not up to me to force them to change. We are all sinners. I still have things I need to work on. That's right. Likewise, as everybody else, we have things we have to work on. The choice is looking yourself in the mirror and to fix those issues. All right. Pride isn't something we should hold on to, especially in this manner. That's right. That's right especially in this manner. We gotta do better for ourselves. We gotta do better because we want to be in his kingdom. Like I said, like if there's no oil in your lamp, are you gonna be prepared? Are you gonna be ready? Is he gonna know you? If you're walking in the same direction as everybody else, is that the broad way or the narrow way?
1: That's good, that's really good.
0: What gate are you gonna walk through when your time comes? <laughs> You got anything else before we head out, bro?
1: Um, this broadcast is called Code of Shame for a reason because this is different from other podcasts. We're the De, is trying to show you the right way, and it's always not gonna be popular, but it's necessary, it's necessary for a time we're in right now. And I just this this podcast is something that we all need in our life right now, and I just if you take take heed and you listen to what he's saying, I promise you you'll be successful.
0: He who has an ear to hear, let him hear. Be blessed.